The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. <coughs> So it would be nice to hear from uh, some people, especially people who haven't spoken yet in the group as a whole, about um, what that was like, um, the brief comment about it. And, um, and as I said earlier, it's nice to get a, a, a range of how, what it was like from just all the different possibilities. <clears throat> One thing I experienced with my partner um, when I was answering the question, I felt like she was receiving a teaching from me, especially when she would thank me. Um, and I felt the same when she was answering the question. Mm, nice. She was giving me something to work on and learn about in myself. Mm. Um, so that was a lovely and unexpected part of the exercise. Um, and something actually popped into my mind of something to work on renouncing. It really just came out of left field. Um, of renouncing holding grudges mm. against people. And um, I hadn't really been thinking about that before, but just, I think, in the midst of deepening into the exercise, that came to my mind, and I really want to work with that. Nice. Great. Thank you. And I really appreciated the way my partner listened to me, and I thought, I can say anything. (laughs) And it's kind of a protected... Um, dynamic, you know, we, we don't really know each other. And I stayed with the same topic the whole time and answered the question 42 times, I think, or something, it <laughs> felt like that. And that, that was helpful to me. So a slightly different way each time, or the same answer every time? Oh, no, different answers. Different answers, same topic, great. Yeah, and sometimes Love? contradictory answers. Great, great, <laughs> lovely. I was, um, when I was asking the question, I it was just kind of recognizing the humanity and the commonality I have uh-huh. um, with what she wanted to let go of. When it was my, my turn, I was really surprised um, that what might be useful to let go for me was I, life. Life? Yes. Like happiness and love. And I thought, well, wait a minute. Those were good things. <laughs> but I just, I just wonder. And then um, to let go of myself, which I let go of money. I, uh-huh. I thought those. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, those kept coming back again and again. Mm, interesting. Well, you should look at that because uh, uh, I think it's pretty common in many spiritual traditions where there's a deep practice <clears throat> that there's some teaching that at some point you have to let go 
of not that you're supposed to die or commit suicide, <laughs> but you have to like be willing to. They, they, sometimes they say you die, you know, let go of life or even let go of love, so that you can really love. Yeah. But you know, any it, it, everything. There's something that happens in deep spiritual practice where there's a profound letting go. That's of all the things that we cherish the most, mm-hmm. and it can be quite frightening for people to be up against gets that and realize, oh, that that's what's next, and um, even this. It, Everything, mm. and then there's a kind of then some some spiritual traditions talk about being reborn mm-hmm. as a consequence. You know, it's a dramatic transformation that happens when it can be that thorough. Yeah, I wonder if that would lead me to emptiness. It could. Well, depends what emptiness means. But mm-hmm. in Buddhism, emptiness is uh, almost synonymous with fullness. Emptiness is the realization of of enlightenment. Mm-hmm. So, but you know. In Popular English emptiness is oh, pretty, right. you know, it's pretty. It's like being, I feel empty means I'm kind of depressed. <laughs> Thank you. Someone else? Anyone now? Where's the, other, where's the other mic? Yeah, okay. As a middle-aged woman, um, one of my crises um, is, uh, if you want to call it a crisis, is uh, clinging to my adult children. Mm. I'm not a parent. I'm not a physical. I'm not physically, uh, as you are. I don't. I'm not physically active in right. in, in taking them to school and mm-hmm. counseling them and supporting them in any way. And not to cling to my now adult children. Tough. Yep. It's on, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what my experience of it was uh, first, it's. I'm very grateful to um, to come here, and I. This is a real surprise. This exercise, because. Um, and one of the benefits for me, I'm a very good listener, but I don't talk much. Um, and this getting this question again and again uh, was just this invitation that, that you know, I was, something would come up every time. And there were quite a number of things that came up that have been, they're, they're problems, often they're things, uh, in my life that are just, they're bothering me kind of behind the curtain. And getting this attention, I opened up the curtain and looked at them, and the more I looked at them, it was, just looking at them is a big improvement. <laughs> <laughs> what I do with them, well, we'll see about that. Uh-huh. I'm going to see everything, so many things, very differently now. So. Mm, fantastic. Thank you, and thank Great. you, my partner. Great, thank you. Can we move the... <clears throat> well, thank you so much for the exercise. It was a lovely one, and the last comment too, to bring things to conscious awareness when they're there and they're burdening us, but we're not necessarily aware of them. And I think I became aware of how much there is I'd like to let go of. <laughs> and it seems like there's, it's so overwhelming. How does one, when there's so much that burdens us unconsciously, how, uh-huh. how do we find that joy and how do we 
relinquish and renounce those things. So thank yeah, it's you. Gra- it's great you're asking that question. I love it. Thank you. After the exercise, I felt clean, like I'd emptied the trash. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, uh, For a couple of mine, they were so deep that I can't imagine ever completely letting them go. And I was daunted by the task. Like, how on earth is that ever going to happen for me? I still don't have an answer to that one. Mm, Okay. It's a great realization. So uh, I would uh, uh, say how to say this. Don't forget that concern, but don't believe it also. You can do it. Okay. Well, great. So we've launched the boat of renunciation. And uh, we'll see where it takes us. And uh, but now we'll take a, a break for an hour for lunch. We'll start again here at 1 o'clock. And um, uh, many people here know the routine, but... We can set up tables and chairs in here, or if someone feels like they want to, it's warm enough to sit outside in the little parking lot, you're welcome to take tables out there. And then at some point, 10 minutes before, or some point before one o'clock, if some people would help clean up the, probably sweep out there, people are eating inside, and, um, and clean up the kitchen so it's all tidy when we start at one o'clock. And if you didn't bring a lunch, and you don't, don't know the area, uh, uh, there's two delis, one at the Whole Foods, down El Camino on one side and the other, across the street from it is um, Safeway and they have deli and some people go there and pick up food and come back if you want to eat here and with other people which is kind of nice and um, so thank you all oh and I have um, uh, there's a handout here as I do every month and it's a handout with uh, some uh, reflections about renunciation and some exercises you could try at home during the month if you'd like and um, so you can keep Kind of the spend the month. This can be the renunciation month for you, as, as we explore this parami. So at some point today, you, you're welcome to pick up a copy. 